welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm your host, Alex Harriman, here with my co-host, Kelly Sarlo, and we are two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thanks for being here and listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, Kelly. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I have a funny story. Let's Um, hear it. So over the Christmas holidays, uh, we got a lot of games gifted to our family. I've got a little six-year-old in the family now. Like board games? Board games, family games, bingo, face-off, all those fun fun little things. And I'm teaching him how to lose with grace. (laughs) Oh my God. I've been so grateful for watching you and Devin with Emerson. Um, so we were all sitting down after he had lost his second game of bingo and there's a little bit of a meltdown and, you know, we're, we're coaching him through really trying to teach him the difference between chance games and skill games. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always trying to think, how do I give him critical thinking? How do I teach him emotional intelligence? Right. So we're talking about, you know, we really can't get upset with chance games because anyone could win at any time, like bingo, right? And he just can't kind of grasp why he's losing at it. Yeah. Skill games, you know, we can develop skill, we can practice and we can get better. Papere has put in more reps than you have. He's going to be better than you, right? Yeah. So anyway, we had this conversation with Teo in front of his family as they were listening and just being supportive. And he he left the room, he took a couple of deep breaths and his prepare looks at me and says, you need to understand that every single one of the men in my family still lose with absolutely no grace. <laughs> and like, oh my God, like it's in his blood to, to be a sore loser. <laughs> that's that's awesome Ugh, it's just sort of like a moment of defeat it's like okay we'll have to stay on top of this <laughs> I love these life lessons though because like you you have to you 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 can't just like baby a kid and let them win every single game it's the dumbest thing <laughs> right like I I'm not there's games where I certainly am not going 100% out of the gate, but like, I'm not going to just let you win. You have to learn how to win or you're never going to get better at the activity that we're playing. So I'm going to play to your level or just slightly above your level to push you every single time. Yeah, I love it. And, and, you know, I've heard you guys say, you know, if you don't know how to lose, like people aren't going to want to play with you. So it's just, uh, yeah, my brain's on fire learning how to parent and talk to to a six-year-old so that they can understand, right? We had our, I'll, I'll get on track after this in a second, but we had our pickleball tournament at work the other day. And um, it was really funny because people weren't prepared for the amount of trash that I was talking. <laughs> so it's like, that's my, that's how, anybody who's ever played a game against me knows that's how I play. Like I'm coming out of the gates, the cockiest, most arrogant player. If I can get in your head, I'm going to get in your head. And like, we didn't win. Don't get me wrong. There were better players out there than us, but nobody got in as many heads as I got in and it's like that I I like I'll, I'll be humble at the end I'll congratulate you I'll tell you you're a better player than me and you kicked ass like I'm I'm all for that but you you've got to be you got to be ready for the mind games too <laughs> <laughs> 
noted yeah that's awesome it was really funny the one team the guy was getting so flustered because they were really good and he was getting so flustered just because i was so in his head and his teammate come up to me after and he's like we're not used to playing against a person like you because everybody we play against is always like ah, oh, good game thanks that was so much fun we had such a good time like we just weren't ready for it so the, he started to have a meltdown like you have you have to learn how to handle that because that's that's what it's gonna be at at a competitive level <laughs> I, I can foresee a new youtube channel of yours coming out <laughs> how to teach people to do this that's awesome when we used to play um volleyball in college we would travel with the the women's team and the women's game was always first the men's game was always second so all the guys would line up on the side and trash talk the whole women's team that they're playing against get in there the girls heads so that our girls would have a better chance and then afterwards all of those girls would hate us so much that they would go up in the stands and they'd trash talk us the whole game and I loved it like that's that's like that's my that's my best environment i've if people aren't trash talking me and trying to get in my head like i can't play to my full potential <laughs> I, I know you have a very secure career and i i just think about you putting together a resume and doing interviews of like you know where do you thrive best alex <laughs> hostile environments <laughs> all right let's start this this is getting out of control right. um <laughs> so i hope you guys enjoyed that as much as i did um so today I want to talk about we're, we're coming into a time of year and we might not quite be there yet but it's coming it's coming it's the time of year where people really fall off track with their goals and they're like they're starting to feel really bad about the goals they set and what they've achieved so far and the fact that they've wasted an opportunity and I want to prepare you guys for that because um it's it's a it's a cyclical thing that people do year after year after year after year. They set a goal. They don't achieve the goal. They feel like shit about it. They start fresh some other time. And and I want to talk about this now because whether you've already experienced it or it's coming down the pipe, how we can best handle and prepare for this to come. Um, what are your thoughts right out of the gate? Anything come to mind as I say that? Yeah, I've already made a list of four things I regret. Um, so how do you want to handle it? Um, first of all, I want to handle it by saying you what you're experiencing is normal and it's not it's not anything I don't want to say it's not anything you've done wrong because it probably is something you did wrong, but it's not it's not unusual to be in this situation where you you you've set yourself up to feel this way and be here the good news is we're barely started the year yeah. and a year is still just an arbitrary amount of time it doesn't we we like to talk in years we like to let's kick ass in 2024 but whether you achieved this between January 1st and January 1st or February 1st and February 1st or March 1st and March 1st will make no freaking difference in the long run. So you haven't you haven't wasted an opportunity. You still have the rest of your life ahead of you, but you need to do this the right way. So right out of the gate, I'm going to encourage you, if you haven't already, to go back and listen to our goal setting podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago. And reframe reset and start 
in a healthy direction instead of guns a blazing because the reason you're here probably at this moment or the reason you are going to fall off track is probably that you set aggressive goals that you couldn't keep up with or couldn't maintain or weren't specific or relevant enough to what you wanted to achieve and sooner or later as the motivation dips you just can't keep up with with the actions you set out for yourself neat I, I want to go back to how you were saying like it doesn't matter where the year starts it doesn't have to be 2024 and I think part of part of what people get can get stuck on is the mindset of time right we, we see it week to week I didn't start on Monday I'll start next week right and it's like there's also nothing wrong with saying that was the best three months of my life oh. right it doesn't you don't have to say it has to be the best year you could look back and say that was the best summer of my life that was the best whatever um so so tying ourselves to this conditioned way of thinking in terms of time can be really detrimental as well it's what drives the all or nothing mindset because you're like i've wasted my january first opportunity now i have to wait for the first of another month or i have to wait for a monday or even worse i have to wait till next january first to get back there but but we like to set one-year goals. That's ingrained in us. So if you if you have a one-year goal, like set it from today until this time next year. The thing is, a lot of these goals we set, we don't need a year to, to achieve them. We, we, we pick a year because a year looks nice in a calendar, but it's that Parkinson's law, like whatever we're setting out to achieve expands to fill the gap of time we've allowed for it a lot of these goals we want to achieve we could probably achieve in four months if we really if we really really set out to to crush it um and i'm not i'm not sitting here telling you that faster is better faster is better because faster often becomes less sustainable um but you maybe you can still achieve this by january 1st like don't don't get into that all or nothing thinking thinking that you've wasted an opportunity the only time that you're screwing yourself over is if you're training for like a specific event or competition and it's like okay now yeah now you do have 11 months you've wasted a month so let's let's kick ass these next 11 months that's different but most of us are setting like we're setting goals just to make ourselves a, a better version of ourselves. So adding a month or two months or three months or four months to that timeline isn't going to affect the outcome at all. Yeah, I love that. So do you want to talk about regrets? Yeah, uh, sure. What, what's your list? Let's hear what you, you've got and then I'll, I'll piggyback off of it. Yeah, I actually can summarize it really, really quickly. Just looking at it, I'm, I'm looking at themes and I honest to goodness mean this, I always regret lacking in protein. <laughs> and I, and I, I know previous versions of myself would hate myself for even saying it because it is true. Like I always regret when I've made choices of tastier foods later, an hour later when it's like, I don't have enough protein in my system to the point that I can't enjoy my day enough. Right. Because my brain doesn't feel here. My body feels a little bit shaky. I've always regretted not prioritizing the nutrition that will allow me to fully engage in my day good one i think on a bigger scale of that everybody's felt a certain way and it's not always like it's not always um it's not always in how we look it's often in how we feel but everybody's felt a certain way before and been like i never want to feel that way again but we still let ourselves get there. 
<laughs> being honest with this list and then honest to goodness every other thing that I've got here involves regretting the way I've spent my time and the theme itself is when I have spent time that takes away from my ability to really connect to the people places and events that I am or experiences that I am in like scrolling like staying up too late and doing something where I'm just, I'm disengaged and it's taking away from my ability to connect tomorrow, let's say. Um, th those ends up being the biggest regrets because they always detract from the goals that we're trying to to set out and achieve. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody can look at their their screen time and agree with that. <laughs> I've I've never... I'm pretty good with social media now because I hate social media so much. Like, obviously you guys see us on it a lot for business related purposes. Um, but like, I think because we're on it so much for business, like I hate being on it for personal even anymore. And so that's the one that I've never come out of a session of social media and been like, Oh, I'm so thankful that I put my time and attention into that. <laughs> right? um, I do like connecting with people through social media. I think it's, I think that's the one like, the one godsend that it has given us is an ability to connect that's so freaking hard with with the world we live in so i do love that you can you can reach out and have conversation and and connect with people that aren't as close to you or, or you haven't seen in a while or heard from in a while i do like that side of it but just mindlessly scrolling social media like whew. um yeah, I I same thing goes with like Netflix episodes. Like you're never gonna you're never gonna look back and be like, oh man, I'm so glad that I finished that whole season last night. <laughs> okay, okay, but if you had gathered friends, I know that you and Dev watch um one of your shows with like a group of people, and you kind of bet on the outcomes of, oh. of the show, right? So it's like there are scenarios like you just said with social media, you can be on there and be connecting through messages with other people, like. I find that in the moments where it's bringing you closer in connection with others, if you sit down and watch a family movie together, like it's, it's difficult to regret those moments, right? Not at all. Things. Even like Devin and I will sit down most nights and watch an episode of something like an episode, right? We'll watch like 30 to 60 minutes of something. And at the end of that, we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll connect over it. And it'll be like, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching another episode with you. But it's the, it's the times that you sit down and you watch like seven episodes, like you're getting nothing from that. And you'll never look back and be like, I'm so glad we spent that whole day watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And just to draw it out again to the bigger picture for people, like we're not harping on TV, Alex and I both love it. When you're binging the entire season that night, it's taking away from your desire and ability to get up in the morning, to do your gym routine, to maybe be present, to get your kids ready for school or to have that quality time with your spouse before they leave for work, right? So it's always those moments that end up taking away from your ability to connect either now or later because of your sleepiness or, you know, tiredness I guess to to actually be present um that ends up being the regrets right it's also like having the ability to fast forward time like it's like I can snap my fingers and wake up Christmas morning well part of the hype with Christmas morning is all of the anticipation and build up and excitement around it so if you're into a tv series that you're sitting down with your significant other and really enjoying like each day or each week you guys get to sit down and be like i'm so excited to see what happens next you crush that all in one one evening like that's 
you're not gaining more excitement out of that you're actually losing that anticipation and and then throughout the day the ability to be like oh i wonder i wonder if that guy's gonna die i wonder if that person's gonna win the game like you know what i mean like that that goes away that's out the window <laughs> yeah we and i mean we could have a whole brain conversation about what it does to destroy different connections in the brain in terms of your you're no longer experiencing delayed gratification anymore, right? So mm-hmm. you're you're depleting your ability to actually experience excitement because you're overwhelming the system with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That that same thing applies to all of the things that we can we can uh, overconsume: food, alcohol, uh, anything that you enjoy, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so where where do you want to take it with with regrets? Hmm. I didn't really have a specific direction, actually. I just know, I know right now a lot of people are still feeling ultra motivated and some of them are stopping to feel ultra motivated. And I I don't want you allowing these regrets to, to stop you from trying to achieve your goal. I just want you to use it as an opportunity to reframe and, and regroup and move forward because I don't, I don't have a lot of regrets in my life. Like there's the little regrets, like the things that we're talking about, but that's fine. Those don't bother me. I don't lose sleep over things like that at night. But I think everything we do is is an opportunity to learn and build and grow and and continue moving forward. Like our life doesn't move backwards, right? So even if you even if you do something that's not in line with your goal, you're still aging. You're still progressing forward. So it's along that way. Like we've learned something. We've gathered something from those moments, those opportunities. Now we have to figure out how to re reset our course. So if you're starting to feel that February type of mentality, that that New Year's resolution regret, like instead of punishing yourself and being like, oh, I'm so stupid. Why did I why did I not take advantage of this? Like reframe the way we look at it. It's like, yeah, OK, I tried something and it was I got some good from it. I got some bad from it. And now let's let's discover what moving forward closer towards our goal could look like um because regrets don't really do us any good there's nothing good comes from sitting down dwelling on mistakes we've made in the past that's neat i'm going to counter it slightly in when we can sit down and actually identify what it is we believe we regret what you are learning in that moment is what you value Right. And a lot of people, not yourself, Alex, because I I know this isn't true for you, but a lot of people go through life not ever evaluating what they value. Mm. Right. Again, it's that out like that external sort of what what is the world telling me I should want? What are other people getting that I should be keeping up with? Right. So there's this this whole idea of the image that we're supposed to have of ourselves or projecting into the world instead of what's important to me, what fills my cup, right? And so when you do sit down to say, you know, I really do regret not being able to to watch that episode with my wife. I, I worked overtime just to make a little more money. It's like, oh, so you really do value the connection between your your partner and you. So, okay, can we step back? Can we look at, you know, where you're driving yourself to earn more? What's actually a comfortable amount so you can have that time back with your family, right? Um, and I think that's that's actually a big common theme around this time of year after Christmas, after holidays, where a lot of people spent a little bit more than they anticipated. 
or maybe more than they knew they could truly afford. And we get into this, like, I need to work and make up for all the time and the money that I lost, maybe taking time off in December away from work, and I need to pour it into my career. If we go back to that goal setting episode that we were talking about, we asked you to set goals around your career, yes, but also your personal and your health and fitness. So if we're looking at what you, what's important to you and what you value, let's not be too quick to knock those things off your agenda and commit more overtime or commit you know, more to how can I make more money or, or save and whatnot and take away from the things that are actually really important. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and I want to just like reframe a little bit of what I said back there, because I think, I think, like I mentioned, these, these regrets, if you will, are an opportunity to learn. Um, what we don't want to do is repeat the cycle, which is what I think a lot of people do. Like year after year after year, this time of year, you're feeling regret about not sticking to your plan, not getting closer to your goal. Um, we need to use these regrets as opportunities to learn, to to make so. And and if you do that well, you won't regret things as much because you're like, oh, cool. It wasn't a bad thing it actually allowed me to grow and change so that I don't fall into that same cycle that same rut that same regret again in the future and I needed that to learn Mm -hmm. but if I just do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again then yeah you're gonna be full of regrets by the end of the year (laughs) and you know what yes you're correct about regrets also anxiety I think a lot of people don't make the connection between those type of experiences where regret comes in and why they're so anxious, right? Because what you end up doing is we build this whole relationship with ourselves where we understand subconsciously or consciously, I can't rely on myself, right? I set a goal. I know I'm not going to follow through with it. We end up feeling anxious, right we call it something else but really it's this low grade or sometimes high grade for a lot of people anxiety that runs as a baseline within our system because we know i can't rely on me yeah 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 for sure um i don't have anything else i want to add here i think go ahead I was going to say, I think this is, this is going to stir up a lot of different thoughts and questions with people, and it's going to make you feel different ways. And if you guys want to continue those conversations, by all means, reach out and we can continue those conversations with you. But um, there's there's a lot of different directions this can go based on each individual and, and where you're at in your life. So I don't think it's something else we can cover just in a general podcast like this. That's but I'm going to leave you with a tip relevant to this, actually. And the tip is that instead of just listening to this and being like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. I want you to actually sit down and put pen to paper. And and so I want you to, I want you to reflect on where you want to be a year from now I want you to reflect on where you want to be 90 days from now I want you to reflect on where you want to be 30 days from now and start start breaking that down because you might you might still be in a heightened level of motivation right now where everything's going smooth but understand that motivation is going to drop off at some point and if you don't have realistic goals 
that are important to you, you will drop off to with the motivation. So if you haven't listened to our, our episode on goal setting, go back and do that. And if you if you know that this is your, this has already happened to you, then sit down and actually put pen to paper about how we're going to move forward from here instead of just, uh, instead of just repeating the cycle again, time and time again. Yeah. Like ask yourself the question, what do I want to do about it? Right. Do being the action um, because it's just putting one foot in front of the other. Awesome. That's it. Well, thank you guys for being here. Um, I hope that got you thinking a little bit. And like I said, feel free to reach out to me so we can continue this conversation. Um, wherever you're listening right now, do do us a huge favor. Take a screenshot, share it to Insta- your Instagram story and tag at Breaking90Fitness so we can see you guys listening and we can get more eyes, more ears in this podcast. Um, but that's it for today. Thanks for being here and I hope you have a great one. 